You're listening to a 1FM podcast. Well, it's having punching. It's having punching trouble. It's having trouble punching through the clouds. Uh, the sun as it rises. And speaking of things rises, rising, Caleb Francis from the Shepherd and News. G'day, mate. How you going? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, not too bad, mate. Not too bad. What can you tell me? What's going on this week? Oh, well, we've had a pretty busy week um, this week. Well, in, in today's paper, I've uh, got to mention, first of all, uh, we've got two two features that everyone can can read today. We've got the Goodfellows magazine. Yep. So they're, they're celebrating 30 years. And then we've also got the NADOC week feature. So um, the theme for this year is for our elders. So it'll just be um, just really mainly about elders and um how they're supported and how the community has supported. So that's what that's yep. what our feature in today's paper is really about. Um, yep. So yeah, we've got NATO coming up. So I uh, yeah, encourage people to, to sort of read it and um, both both features. They they're really good. And um, unfortunately, I haven't um, been able to contribute to either of them. Maybe that's why they're so good. But oh, um, now, but yeah. now don't be like that, mate. Don't be like that. I've read your work. It's okay. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I really encourage everyone to, to buy a paper today and, and read to these great features. Yep. Um, and then the talk of the town um, this week and even even last week was the the weather conditions and all mm. the, the minor flooding that we've had around town. We saw um, the Sevens Creek, you know, approach minor flood levels, and, yep. and what road was also closed for the second time within oh less than less than twelve months since last year's floods. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one lane was open, I think, but I think they closed it down. Yes, yes, I think they did. Um, and yeah, just all all around town, we saw you know trees down and roads closed. Um, it was, I, from what I've heard, it's very it was very worrying for for many people, particularly after everything that the community went through at the end of uh, last year. Yeah, yeah, like if you were affected by floods, and a lot of people were, um, just to see, it, it's a bit scary seeing a, a flood level, like the river level rise. My dad always says that uh, the year following the flood is the highest risk. Um, so what's his space, I guess? Yeah, definitely. I didn't actually know that. But yeah, be vigilant, be safe, and you know, don't, you know, don't do anything, you know, stupid driving through flood washes or, you know, even if you think it's minor, just avoid it. Yep. Yep. You're right there. Let's hope it doesn't yeah. flood, though. Yeah, fingers crossed. I wouldn't want to repeat. But, yeah, in, in, in other news, we've we've had uh, a few community um, sort of uh, news happening. We've got the council proposing to name a parkland located in Kyla West after Lance Woodhouse. Um, so, obviously, Lance was one of, you know, call him a pioneer of, of the area. He um, pretty much founded the Kyla Lakes and uh, the Kyla Lakes Estate and, and um, Shepherd Villages and, you know, all these other initiatives such as STAG and, um, you know, there's so many more. So council are proposing to name the parkland the Lance Woodhouse Village Green. Um, and I think it's really it's a really good tribute to a man who has done so much for the community and has, you know, developed the community as well. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll be honest, mate. I grew up here and I've never heard his name before. Oh, really? <laughs> but I have now. Thank you, Caleb. So are their listeners. <laughs> but yeah, so um, yeah, I've I've um, I heard about him particularly because because of this this renaming. But yeah, he was very. I think he was very low key at, at, at times. He, um, he he joined the Rotary Club. He. Mm -hmm. um, he did a lot of things. He was the oldest lawyer in the Goban Valley at one point. He was about 90. 
Um, and wow. So practicing for about 60 years um, throughout his life. But yeah, he's, he's done a lot. And uh, the fact that you, you don't know, it really just shows that, you know, he wasn't out there and wasn't bragging about all his achievements. He was just sort of low-key and I'd say humble at times. Yep. Um, yep. Um, but yeah, yeah I like, I've got a memory like a sieve as well. So maybe I have heard of him, but uh, yeah. Well, thank you for enlightening me. No, no problem. Anytime. That's my, that's my job, really. Yeah. Hey, he's a journalist, folks. He's a journalist. Um, what else you got? Um, well, last week, just after I actually um, finished speaking to Terry, I went to Notre Dame College. For school? Um, Did you have classes or? Oh, unfortunately, no, I've passed that, that stage of my life, actually. How, how old are you? I'm 18. I just actually just graduated at the end of last year. Oh, okay. So you're going back to see your girlfriend or did you go to Notre oh. Dame? <laughs> yes, I went to Notre Dame. No, I went back to see some of my teachers. And <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> um, but no, we had, uh, we saw the uh, Olympian Brooke Bush School. So she's uh, an Australian long jumper okay. and competed in, you know, Rio and Tokyo. Wow. Um, so she was, at, she was at Notre Dame College because it was Olympics Day. Okay. So she, you know, she shared her story. She, um, you know, she was diagnosed with celiac disease and Hashimoto's disease, mm-hmm. um, you know, a few years ago, and that has affected her um, her performance. Mm-hmm. But you know, she just she just kept pushing through, and I think it was really good to encourage the students there um, that were present. A lot of them were PE students, so just you know, keep practicing, keep persevering, just to get to you know where you want to get, set goals, um, and, and never give up. Yeah, so that the, was really her message. The person who tries uh, always gets further than the person who finds excuses. So that's that's real. That's a really inspiring thing. Yeah, definitely. Um, I completely agree with that. Um, but yeah, and then and then after that, so I was there for quite a long time at Notre Dame College. We what, had... talking to girls or what, what's the deal here, man? Have you got a girlfriend there? No, 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 no. I'm single. <laughs> Did you hear that, folks? You want to date a journalist? Caleb Francis is available. He's eighteen. Yeah, front page every week. But um, <laughs> no, so uh, we had Anthony Danaher there. So he's the brother to Neil. Oh, okay. Who's yeah. obviously the, the fight M&D, you know, advocates for... Legend, for yeah. ...motor neuron disease. Yeah, so, so Anthony was there and he spoke about Neil's journey um, and about their family's journey and, and in supporting Neil as well. Yeah. Um, and then after that, we had John Cortese, who's the principal of Notre Dame, along with some other staff and students, he did the Ice Bucket Challenge. Okay. Uh, yeah, so he was there and he got, I think it was, it was Anthony that took a, a massive bucket of ice and water and poured it over, over John. And you must remember that it was, it, last week was freezing, it was raining, mm. and they did this outside. So, you know. Big crowd of kids? School, yeah, some of, the, some of the kids did as well. Yep. Um, and some of the other staff members. And they raised or, almost $3,000 for Fight MND. So, wow. Yeah. Wow. Actually, that name John Cortese rings a bell. I think he might have taught me maths or sent me out of the room during maths. Um, yeah, yeah, but that but, rings a bell. Yeah, he's been the principal there for, for oh, I think almost or more than 10 years, I think, around, around that time. Yeah, well, um, I left yeah, school true. about 40 years ago, so, yeah. <laughs> true. true. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't Notre Dame. It was Marupna High School. Okay, Wow. Well, that's, that was another that was another issue last week, but I, I covered that already. You know, um, some of our politicians are sort of advocating for for more schools and um, mm. for more variety of schools, particularly in Marupna. Um, yeah, 
but yeah, that's a conversation for another day when they bring it up again. Yeah, um, yeah, but, it's, it's ongoing. Sorry, keep going. Yeah, yeah, yes. But speaking speaking of politicians, we had Wendy Lovell. Mm-hmm. Um, so this week she um, she called out the health minister regarding um, Shepparton was. In 2021, the former health minister said that Shepparton would receive the next breast screen um, service. So that, you mm-hmm. know, really supports women who, who get diagnosed with um, breast cancer. Yeah. Um, so she, she called on the health minister because this was promised, you know, um, two, two years ago. And um, at that point, it was May 2021. And the, the health minister at the time, he said that Shepparton would receive one yep. um, by the end of the year. Um, so Wendy Lovell was just saying, you know, it's been two years on and we still don't have um, the breast screen, you know, reading assessment service here in Shepparton. When yeah. is it going to happen? Yeah, and we're, we're in the perfect spot for it. And it means people that they're stressing out, they're worried and they've got to travel to Melbourne. Well, Shepparton's easier to come come to. We're like in the middle. So I think we yeah, need one. Definitely, and, and yeah, that's the problem. Every you know, everyone has to go to Melbourne to um, to have these to, to have to use these services. Yeah. Um, and so um, Wendy was just saying, you know, it's it, it's it's very um, it's an important service, and and she says that you know it can it can save a lot of lives having this sort of service in yeah. this region. Yeah, yeah, and it can save so much anxiety and stress as well for people. Yeah, definitely. Um, but the the government responded by saying that you know it is because of COVID that they they sort of delayed um, the, the building process, and that we will have one by the end of this year. So watch this space. Yeah, watch the space. Very exciting. So all the um, listeners, did you hear what Carter Francis just said? We're going to have a breast breast scanning machine in Shepparton by the end of the year. If they don't, write to the government. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, write to the government. Um, speak to our local members, and um, because I think it is something very, very important and very. Um, it's a need. It is a need. It is. It is. What else you got? Um. Well, then we also saw for the second year um, we're seeing English language classes being provided at St Paul's Africa House. Oh, yeah. So these are for for refugees. Yep, I think we have a program uh, done by people that we do have a program on one of our multicultural nights uh, that's involved with the African House. Yeah, sorry, keep going. Yes, I think I think there is one. Um, I think I've been seeing it over on Facebook, um, one of them with the um, African House. But yeah, so um, so the the refugees are going to samples and you know uh, learning to to read and to speak English. Mm. And, you know, I think it's, it's something that's incredibly important and needed. Um, I'm very fortunate to have come from a country where English is widely spoken. And in the past, when I've spoken, you know, to the children of refugees, you know, the children that can speak a bit of English, yeah. and I've told them that I've only really been in Australia for four years, the first thing they ask me is where I went to, to learn English so quickly, you know, what school did I go to or what service did I get to, to yeah. learn English so quickly? So I said, well, you know, I spoke it back in South Africa. So it, it really just shows the, the, the desperation and the need for a service like that. Um, yeah, well, it stops your communication. I mean, in general, we speak English in Shepparton, uh, even though there's lots of cultures and a lot of languages spoken. But if you don't know English, well, all of a sudden, you know, roadblocks everywhere. You can't communicate to people. Yeah, definitely. You, you you can't, you know, 
to get a job, you know, mm. it's it's essential that you you you're able to to speak for many jobs yeah. actually to speak and to to read English. Um, but yeah, and I I think it's it's you know good on them for 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 providing such a service to the community. Yeah, yeah, no, it is. It's an important thing because we do have a lot of refugees here, and they're they're great people. But uh, you know, they can't get there. They can't ask questions if they don't know how to ask it in the language. They have to find someone who knows the language that they know that knows English as well, and it just slows everything down for them. So that's fantastic. Yeah, definitely. And I was actually reading something the other day that um, people who were, I think it was fined during COVID, yeah. most of them are, you know, I think they were they were African or Middle East and then couldn't, couldn't understand English and couldn't, yeah. you know, understand the laws that were put in place yeah. because of that lack of, the lack of communication um, to them. So they were the, you know, one of the highest rates of people fined and yeah, um, yeah, I saw that. breaking COVID laws. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're looking at the television, they see a bloke with glasses talking every day, but they've got no idea what he says. I'm talking, yeah. about, talking about Daniel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Um, but yeah, so um, yeah, good, good service, and I hope that we 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 see a lot more of it in 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 this this part of the the the, um, the state. Yep. So, so English is your first language. Yes, English is my first language. Do you have a second language? I do. I do. I speak Afrikaans. Okay. Um, say one FM in Afrikaans. Ian FM. Ian FM. Wow. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. I tried to put you on the spot, but you weren't, you weren't talking trash. You know how to say stuff. Well, you could have said anything then. I wouldn't have known. So, yeah. That's true. <laughs> yeah. All right, mate. We've got about a minute. What do you got? Um, well, one thing that was really significant to me is that I was able to interview Hazel Donald. Um, and so Hazel Donald turned 100 on Wednesday. And, wow. Um, yes, it was incredible. I couldn't, I actually genuinely couldn't believe that she was 100. I had to ask to see her birth certificate because she actually, her, her, niece, came, her niece came into the into the news and said, oh, my aunt is turning 100. Would you like to do a story on her? And I said, oh, sure. And she said, oh, she's actually in the car. So I went to the car and met, met Hazel. And I couldn't believe that she had come, you know, all the way to, she was on a, she was on a drive and she was incredibly, she was still with it. And um, she could tell me stories and um, yeah, it was just amazing to to speak to her, and yeah. you know, particularly because of the 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 age the age difference between the two of us. I thought that was uh, particularly special. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, you don't get an opportunity to talk to a centurion every day, do you? No, no. It's, uh, fortunately for me, I've done about this is my the fourth one that I've met, and in, in the spirit the space of um, it's really just because I've been working with the news. But other yeah. than that, I've. I wouldn't really have the opportunity to meet somebody that that old, yeah. and and somebody that still, you know, you wouldn't think that she's that old. She, um, she can still walk. She can still, you know, communicate properly and still remembers so much. Yeah. Oh wow, that's pretty good. I can't remember anything, and I'm only fifty. God, <laughs> what are the next fifty years going to be like? Wow. Oh yeah, me, me, me too. I'm a bit worried at times with my with my own memory. Bro, you're um, eighteen. You've got nothing to worry about. <laughs> yeah, of course not. All right, we're, we're out of time, man. I'm going to have to kick you off. Oh, no, uh, thank you for, for speaking to me today. Yeah, well, th- thanks for ringing in, Caleb. Uh, and, uh, yeah, boy, you'll be speaking to Terry next week. Uh, so look forward to that, folks. Thanks a lot, Caleb Francis. Have a great day. Thank you. You too. See you, mate. 98.5, 1FM, live and local. What a good kid. Well, I can say kid because he's 18 and I'm 50. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Caleb, and thank you to the Shepparton News for allowing him to uh, come on and uh, have a bit of a chat to us. 
The Shepparton Golf Club is Regional Golf's hidden gem. Right around your doorstep on the banks of the beautiful Goulburn River. With over a century of proud history, the Shepparton Golf Club features regularly in Australia's top 100 courses and is found in superb condition all year round. With first-class dining, entertainment and on-course accommodation, the Shepparton Golf Club provides its members and guests a prestige golfing, entertainment and dining experience that is rich in culture with a warm, welcoming country vibe. For more information on membership, restaurant and event calendar, visit shepherdandgolf.net.au and view our offering. Or call us anytime on 5821-2717. 1FM Sponsor. Wake up to sleep at the 40 Winks End of Financial Year Sale and save up to 50% on leading brand mattresses, bedroom furniture and more. Hurry, the 40 Winks End of Financial Year Sale is on for a limited time. Exclusions and TCCs apply. That sponsors 40 Winks, Riverside Plaza, Shepparton. Station sponsors McNamara Real Estate are now servicing the entire Goulburn Valley area. Our proud local family-run business is pleased to offer you a comprehensive service that comes with decades of local real estate experience between our team and is the region's best value agency, offering the area's only all-inclusive cap price commission rates. That's right, cap price commission. So if you're considering selling your home, please contact McNamara Real Estate on 5831 6405. That's 5831 6405. Or visit us at McNamaraRealEstate.com.au. Sometimes life stresses can build up and leave us overwhelmed. If you've been finding it hard lately, there is support available near you. New Access by Beyond Blue is a free, confidential mental health coaching program designed to help get you back to feeling like yourself. With no doctor's referral required, it's easy to access. And with coaches local to your community, you know you'll be talking to someone who understands. For more information, search Beyond Blue New Access. 1FM sponsor. You've been listening to a 1FM podcast.